everybody. This is Sandra Peoples and welcome to Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver. This is episode 23 and we are coming to you with a very special Mother's Day episode because I have my friend Becky Davidson on uh, and we are real life friends <laughs> who often talk and one of the things we talk about is sometimes feeling disappointed around big holidays like Mother's Day. And so when I was thinking about what would be most encouraging to you today, Becky was the first person I thought of so that she could come on and encourage me and encourage you and that we could just make sure that we don't feel alone on this day that could be challenging because it probably didn't meet the expectations that you had. Um, and even if it did meet those expectations, we can all use a little reminder to find joy in unexpected places. And so, Becky, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I am so honored to be with you today on Mother's Day. Yay, such a sweet time. Well, can you just take a minute to introduce yourself? I think we have so many fans and friends in common, yeah. but I think a lot of my listeners are probably familiar with you and your story, but if you could just take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Okay, well, I am the mom um, to an amazing 22, which it just seems <laughs> strange to me that I have a 22-year-old son, but I do, 22-year-old John Alex, um, who is the sweetest young man you'll ever meet. Um, it just has a smile that lights up a room. But he also happens to have cerebral palsy, autism, and epilepsy, and is full-on care 24-7. But it was out of his life that my late husband, Jeff, and I founded Rising Above Ministries, um, which is an outreach ministry to the special needs community. And, um, you know, my story, uh, talking about disappointments and things that don't go the way we want them to go, um, you know, my, my husband and I had just celebrated our um, 26th wedding anniversary uh, is three years ago uh, and he passed away a few days later uh, leaving me a widow and a solo parent to my son and um, so we are continuing on with the ministry loving and serving families but um, to say that it has not that it has been challenging is an understatement. Um, but um, our heart is just to love and serve families that are like ours, and so that's what we're continuing to do. Yeah, yeah, I know it was it was your vision together, and yes. I've just been amazed at how you've been able to continue that and live that mm -hmm. legacy out. And you know, we're talking about Mother's Day today, and. Jeff was a writer on my writing team when I was the editor for Not Alone, which is now part of Key Ministry, and he wrote some pretty amazing Mother's Day content. I always thought he did a great job making moms feel seen and appreciated, and so I can imagine that Mother's Day leaves a little bit of a hole in your family, in your life, because he really did do a good job, I thought, of of celebrating you on Mother's Day. He, he was um, a phenomenal writer, a phenomenal husband, a phenomenal dad. And, and he, he um, used his words to share how he felt. And so, in fact, the very last blog post that he ever wrote, he wrote for Mother's Day um, three years ago. And it's still on his site, Goodnight Superman. And um, he, he had a heart. This is what I always found so amazing when I'm looking back. He had a heart for moms. He saw me and all the struggles and how hard it was for me and all that I had to do. He saw that, 
But if you go back and read his writings, um, especially during holiday, like he had some Valentine posts and a holiday post that he did when he wrote about moms, he always had a special place in his heart for the single mom yeah. and would write just like that, that he saw, he could see that single mom and what she was going through. And I think I can go back now and read those as just a reminder, you know, now that I am that mom, um, the single mom doing this by myself. And so, um, yeah, his writings just are such a gift to still have uh, as a reminder of how he viewed me as a mom, how he viewed all moms. Uh, he, had, he had a gift of sharing that heart in his writing. He did, for sure. Yeah, that pastoral care. He was so Absolutely. good at that. He could see yes. people for who they were. That yes. was a real gift of yes. his. Well, this Mother's Day is different for mm -hmm. all of us. You and I are both uh, staying at home, mm -hmm. keeping our family safe and healthy, mm -hmm. doing whatever we need to do to, uh, we, we're not at church today like we normally would be. In fact, I think Lee, on Mother's Day, I always try to talk him into wearing a tie because because I think he looks so handsome in a tie. And Mother's Day is like the one time of year that I can get him to wear a tie. And so this year I was like, well, are you just going to wear a tie around the house or, or do I have to give up on the tie dream yet again? <laughs> another expectation. Another disappointment. Yeah. I know. Another one. And then um, he had surgery on his hand on Thursday. And so even leading up to Mother's Day, I was like, well, yeah. he's not going to grill out like he normally does. Yeah. He's, these things are... And, He's trying to make a plan for us to come back to church because he's a pastor. And so his head is full of that and not mm -hmm. so full of what does Sandra want for Mother's Day and how right. can I get her what she wants. And right. so really, I mean, expectations this year, we just have to throw them out the window. There's yeah. just no blueprint for what we're experiencing. Totally. And I think for me, I'll, if I'm being honest, uh, this past Sunday, I woke up already thinking about you know, Mother's Day and about how, you know, you know, my husband, my love language is gifts, gifts and acts of service. Those are the tops. And so Jeff was a great gift giver. And in fact, in our family, we, because our birthdays were back to back, mine, mine was one day, his was the next. Oh, wow. That we decided we wouldn't really celebrate. We would, we would do something on our birthdays, but we really did big on Mother's Day and Father's Day. Oh. Those were our big holidays that we, I mean, really, really went out to celebrate each other. And so that piece is gone. Yeah. You know, and then when you have a child with profound special needs who he's not going to go do something on his own, that, that void, I was feeling it. Um, this past weekend already leading up to it. And there were tears and there were, because I'm coming into, you know, we're coming up to the three-year mark of his passing. And so lots of reminders at this point. So um, yeah, it's really easy to set yourself up yeah, for, this, for what, what you think it's going to look like. Yeah. And you know, and we've, as special needs moms, we have lots of practice of uh, lowering our expectations mm -hmm. <laughs> and changing our expectations. I remember there was a mother's day, years ago, we still lived in Pennsylvania and, and I had the day plotted out, right? I had exactly what I wanted to do. So we did church. Bad move, Sandra. <laughs> and then we went to like this bakery place that had mint brownies and that's what I wanted. And then 
um, we were going to do like a hike or something, you know, and so, and I wanted a picture with the boys, right? I wanted us smiling and look at the, it couldn't have gone worse. The day yeah. couldn't have, James, and he, he had to be like five at the time and, and more prone, you know, to sadness and meltdowns and that yeah. kind of thing. And so I remember like every picture was just worse than the one before. And I just cried. I was like, all I want is a picture with my boys. And that yeah. should be too much to ask on Mother's Day. And right. yet it was too much to ask. I mean, yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. That's so disappointing. You know, because you, I think we're, we do that so often though it's like we get in our mind okay i'm going to do this and this and you know for special needs families like planning out and plot you know you plot and plan everything before yeah. you go do anything and then when one little thing um goes wrong that just that whole domino effect of everything else you know just falls after that one domino goes well we're done you know we're done. yeah and there's sometimes no redeeming it there's no yeah you know making it better and so it's it's challenging. It's challenging. And we did have, I was thinking last year uh, at the church, they said the women's ministry set up like a photo booth kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. um, we, so we went over on Saturday night because wow. Lee's a pastor. We can obviously get into the church and we took our picture. So I put on a dress that I really liked. I dressed up the boys and I knew James wouldn't do well taking a picture with everybody standing around mm -hmm. him. But I thought, well, let's do it on Saturday night and we got a great picture and I loved it and I print and it's on my desk, you know? And so I was just thinking this year is going to be nothing like last, last year I got what I wanted, right? The wow. picture. And so it did meet at least that one expectation. And so this year, I, you know, it's just, it's not going to live up to yeah. that. And so I had to lower my expectations and, and just be realistic about what it was going to look like today. Big group. Yeah, it's, it's true. And so I'm already, you know, I'm like going, okay, today may not go the way that I wanted it to, or that, you know, the way all those years ago, I thought Mother's Day would look. Yeah. But it was really sweet. Um, my very first Mother's Day ever, Jeff got me a rose bush. A rose, a rose plant, whatever. It's not a bush, but it's a plant, a rose, whatever. I don't, I don't do gardens, but it's a rose bush, I guess. And, and we even moved it. When we moved houses, we, we uprooted it and brought it with us. And it was the sweetest thing because it bloomed this past weekend. And, and so I have, you know, I've got the, the, the roses and um, I don't take care of it, but it just keeps coming back. And I'm so thankful, but I still have that, that first gift from, all those years ago. Uh, so I will remember that and try to just uh, remember what I do have to be thankful for because yeah. that will get me through. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't like, I, I think I remember last year, did John Alex's caretakers help get a gift for you last year? Yes. That what happened? yes. His, his caregivers are great. In fact, when uh, she will ask, she asked um, for this year, uh, it, can you kind of get me a wish list together? Uh, but, uh, you know, so she's, they're really sweet about doing that because I think, you know, and it makes me think of the other single moms who are out there that don't have someone looking out for them, who don't have someone who is, who is going that extra. I have so many people in my life who make sure that I'm taken care of and, but it really does make me mindful of those moms who don't, yeah. um, who won't have someone to make sure that they're, they're being remembered on you know today on mother's day and 
Um, so my heart goes out to them. But yes, I do have people who make sure um, that I get something. And my mom's real good about that too. That's good. But it's still not Jeff. You yeah, know, so. I know. It's not. Yeah. And we at the church, um, I, I wanted to plant a flower garden and I wanted our special needs ministry kids to water it. And we would yes. grow flowers and then we would pick them for and make Mother's Day bouquets. And so, you know, I was planning this way before all this started. And so I thought, well, I'm still going to go through with it. <laughs> and so we still like we have a horse trough and it's growing flowers. And so last weekend I thought, well, my special needs moms are going to miss out on mm. whatever gift they would have gotten if their kids made it at school or would have made it at church. And so we got together little gift bags um, so and delivered them over the last week to our families. And, and our, our ministry is relatively small, you know, so we're just talking about like eight, eight yeah. or nine moms slash grandmas. We have some grandmas raising yeah. their special needs kiddos. And so, and that was really sweet. I mean, just to kind of, make a connection with them and to, like you said, somebody's looking out for you. Right. Somebody sees you. That's and so big. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think everybody just wants to be seen and needs yeah. to be seen. And so, um, what a sweet thing to do just to, to rem especially in this season for, to, for them to be reminded that we are seen, we are, we are loved and we are seen. So yeah. that's, so sweet. I know. And we'll do it again at Father's Day. Most of them have Jeff's book because um, we gave them to him at a respite night. Oh, sweet. So but there are a couple new ones. So I'm like, okay, we'll do Jeff's book in some of them, the ones that I know that don't have them. And then we'll do some other things that are more, you know, manly, yeah, and, manly. and deliver that. And uh, so when we delivered last week and I, if we talked to the dad I was like don't worry we'll be back in June <laughs> That's right. we'll be back yeah. so it's her turn it will be your turn next so exactly. it was fun it was fun to to spread joy yourself you know to say Absolutely. okay well if it's not going according to plan for me it's probably mm -hmm. not going according to plan for somebody else and so maybe I can spread a little joy there and make it a brighter day and if everybody will do that you know if, if everybody will will think, think of someone beyond themselves and do something for someone else beyond themselves. Just think about what a happier place we would live in, you know? Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I had a verse that I wanted to share for us to talk about just because it's what comes to mind when I think about being in a hard season, mm -hmm. when it's hard to find joy. And um, by my natural disposition, <laughs> I'm not a joyful person like Lee teases me and says well the most I ever get out of you is kind of a chuckle you know like not a full-out laugh and and so we joke you know and I'm like well that doesn't mean I'm not happy you know it's just I, I just tend to be more subdued yeah. and so of course joy is even deeper than laughter or mm. happiness or whatever mm. but I really like this passage I'm going to read it just a couple of verses from Habakkuk because it talks about a really hard season, and then it talks about the joy that we can still find in it. So it says, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. I mean, this is like my like, <laughs> first case scenario. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, and then the end of the verse says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy 
in the God of my salvation. Mm -hmm. And I love that imagery of taking joy. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like Mm -hmm. we don't have to just sit back and passively wait for it. We can fight for it. And some days like today we do have to fight for it. Yeah. And, and it's so easy to, I think for me, if I get up in my head and I think about my circumstances, if I stay in that place, well, especially right now with all the news and all that's going on, if I fill my mind with that and, and if I then focus on my circumstances, then yeah, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm choosing not to take the joy. I'm choosing to, um, to be in that place of being unsettled and being unhappy and comparing my life to someone else's. And I think, you know, comparison is the thief of joy is what, you know, it's been said before. And I think we, especially these families get so can have the tendency to get stuck in that comparison trap of comparing my life to what someone else's life on Facebook looks like. Um, and then I start going, Oh, I'm missing out. Well, look at everyone else and what they're getting to do. And here we are doing this and, you know, we're not able to do good. And and then my joy is kaput because I am focusing on myself and or someone else and what I don't have. And um, I, for me, I've had to put some really hard <laughs> rules on myself, boundaries on myself to help me stay in that place of joy because it's so easy to, um, to get sidetracked. But for me, it's comparisons and being thankful. Yeah. Using thanks. Um, when, you know, when, when things are not going my way or when the way I think they should, I, I will stop and I will, will think about, it's like the blog in your, the blog that you wrote, think about someone else, you know, think about that other person. And so when I am in that place of, um, woe is me, then I think about, okay, I'm not the only one dealing with this. There are people who have it way worse than I do. Um, I am so blessed. I have a home to live in. I have every need met. I have this amazing son that I get to be with today. Um, And and, and when I focus on those things, then I'm naturally going to be filled with joy. But if I choose the comparison trap and I choose um, to not have a heart of thanks, then boy, it's not pretty. Yeah. No, that is so true. I feel like expectations, as we talked about earlier, a huge dealer of joy, comparison, as you said, and then not being thankful. I mean, if I feel myself drifting toward sadness or disappointment, I can pinpoint (laughs) it's probably one of these three things. Mm -hmm. One of these three things is going on. There was an expectation that didn't get met. Somebody else got something that I think I deserve, or I'm just not looking around at the blessings that I do have and being mm-hmm. thankful for that. And that comparison is such a temptation on Mother's Day. It's really easy for us yeah. to get on social media and scroll through all those perfect looking pictures of everybody else and their mm-hmm. families and, and think I'm the only one who's not living the dream today. Right. Well, thankfully this year, a lot of people won't be living the dream. <laughs> not thankfully that sounds bad but you know what I'm saying it's like a lot of people are in the same boat this yeah. year people are not outgoing and doing and for me I um I will take social media fast social media breaks when it, when it's coming around holiday time or 
um, just, you know, people are going on vacation when I know that I don't get to do those things. I purposefully will step back because I find myself in that comparison trap. And so I, and I don't, I know what that does to me. And then it just, you know, the thing is it starts with us and then it trickles down to everybody else in our family. And so um, I'm going to, you know, I have to make those, put those parameters in place of going, Oh no, you're not going to do that today because today's, you're already, you're already kind of on the edge and, and that's just going to teeter you right over. And so um, just choosing to put those boundaries in place and do, putting those things in place to keep you from going there is just critical. You have to do it. Yeah. And I love that you know yourself well enough to know mm-hmm. this is a temptation for me mm-hmm. and I'm going to use wisdom on this and put up this block mm-hmm. so that I, at my weaker moments, don't turn there and mm-hmm keep spiraling downward. So whether that's depression or anxiety, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. lots of things that we can set up some boundaries against if we know that we are susceptible to them and we know that they are a temptation for Mm -hmm. us. And so we can set that up. And I really think conversations like this (laughs) where the two of us say, man, today isn't as awesome as it could have been or should have been if we think, you know, about unmet expectations, yeah. but there is still joy in this day yeah. and we will take that joy and hold on to it and share it with each other. Well, one of the things I've learned just through the grief process of, you know, the grieving that I've done as a special needs parent, the grieving that I've done with the, with the loss of my husband, um, when those things happen, you, you have to acknowledge it. You can't, you know, you can, it's okay to go, you know what, I'm disappointed that this didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Or, you know, when I'm grieving, something, something comes up and I'm, I'm grieving, going through something through the grief, whatever it is, it's okay. You have to acknowledge that emotion. But what I've learned is it's like, I acknowledge it and then I have to, I can choose, I choose to move on. And, and for me, again, it's not comparing, it's being thankful what, like what you said, the expectations. But I think sometimes if I find myself and I'm still stuck, even when I do the things that I know I need to do to help me move past that after I've acknowledged it, after I've, I've done my things in place. And that's when you go to a friend and you, you say it out loud, okay, I'm stuck right here in this emotion of being disappointed, of feeling this way and, and, and talking it through with a trusted person who's going to, walk you who's not going to get in the pit with you and go you know but he'll be willing to go no I'm gonna let's talk it through let's talk about it and then help you come to the other side yeah 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 I love that even you know in the old testament Moses's arms are tired and and his friends come Mm -hmm. and they lift them up and I Mm -hmm. think of that often I think sometimes I have to borrow faith from my friends I may be running low and I say, I need your faith mm-hmm. to buoy me through these yeah. times. And sometimes I can say, I need, I need your joy. I need your mm-hmm. whatever it is that's lacking in me. I can go to them and say, I need you to help boost me mm-hmm. up during this time. And, and that's the purpose of all of us. You know, 2 Corinthians 1 says, we comfort others with the comfort we ourselves have received. I know you and I both live out that instruction um, because it's so important and so we can at times like this allow others to comfort us with the comfort they have received and so it's back and forth and and lifting each other up Mm -hmm. when we really need 
But you have to be willing to be in community to do that. I can't, you know, you have to be willing, you have to, to say community is important. I'm going to do, even in this season of isolation, I actually have had more conversations with people than I do in a typical week, you know, people that I don't normally talk to. Yeah. And if, if I am, if I'm not building up those relationships with people, then I'm not going to have those people I can go to. And I'm not going to have that trusted friend I can go to and say, okay, I'm struggling. Can you, can I borrow some of your joy today? Or can you help me? Can you, can you help me? I'm, I'm unsettled in my mind right now and I'm needing some peace. Can you help me process through that? So I think we have to be willing to go to see the need of, we need each other. Yeah. We just like that verse is talking about when you're down that I'm going to be there to pull you up and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but we've got to be to, to realize the importance of being in community with other people, even if we can't do it in the traditional way right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me in the book of Ruth where they come back to Bethlehem and Naomi comes to her community and they say, Oh, Naomi, we're so happy to see you. And she, she says, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Call, I am bitter. Mm -hmm. And we can be hard on her, but this is her community. And she's being honest okay. with that community. Yeah. And so as somebody who um, struggles with that, like I struggle with vulnerability, mm -hmm. I struggle with sharing my needs. That is a huge encouragement to me that she is just honest about how she's feeling and she, because these are the people she trusts. These, this was her community when she lived there mm -hmm. and she can go back to them and say, man, things didn't go like I thought they were going to go. I'm coming back to you with less than I left with mm -hmm. and I need you to come around me and support me. Yes. And so community is vital mm -hmm. um, and vulnerability on our part to yeah. build that community mm -hmm. is important. But finding those trusted people, you're not, you, you know, that you, and that takes time. Yeah. You know, to the, where you, where you can be vulnerable um, and, and be willing to share the deep parts of your heart because we're not meant to do this life alone. Um, and, and I can't imagine not having my community of people right now who, um, who are there checking on me and making sure that, that we're okay and that we have all our needs met and um, you know, just making sure that we're good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And if we don't feel like we're getting that today, it can start with us. We can be the ones to text somebody else Absolutely. first and we can start that. And so if somebody's listening and they think, well, I don't have that. Well, you don't have it yet. Wow. <laughs> and we can build that and it can start with us. Somebody mm -hmm. has to be the one to go first. And so yes. I think there's a lot of potential, even on hard days to find the joy and to spread that joy mm -hmm. and to make sure that others in our community and keep widening our circle and keep pointing Absolutely. them to that joy. Absolutely. It's so important. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd love to, I usually end my episodes in prayer. Okay. And so I'd love for you to, um, I'm going to pray and, um, and then we'll talk for just another minute because I know you have some exciting yeah. things coming up. And so I want you to be able to share. So, but I'd like to just pray over the women who are listening today on such a vulnerable day. I'm so thankful that they took time today yes, to, to focus on their mental health and their mm -hmm. strength. And even if they're not listening on Sunday, if they're listening Monday or Tuesday, sometimes those lonely feelings can linger mm -hmm. even after what's supposed to be a big celebration like Mother's Day. And so I'd like to just take a minute and pray for them. And then you and I can talk for another couple minutes. Perfect. Okay. 
Dear God, thank you so much for um, the gift of my friendship with Becky God, and that when I was thinking about our listeners and what they might need today, she is the first person who came to mind because she truly lives out this idea of taking joy in hard circumstances and and resting in your love and your care for her. And God, I'm just so thankful for the women who are able to join us today. Um, that they can see that, that they can hear that, that they know that they aren't alone. <laughs> they know that that you see them, their Father God, that you care for them. You care for the emotions that they're feeling today, for the struggles that they're experiencing, for the disappointments they may feel, but that you don't want them to settle there. You have a plan for them and that plan is full of joy and it's full of purpose and I hope that our time together today reminds them of that I know it's reminded me of that just how the struggle to find joy and take joy is worth it because we find our ultimate joy in our relationship with you and nothing can change that God so I thank you for each and every mom who's listening today I thank you for their families, for their kids, for all that uh, happened today that led them to listening and tuning into this time with us, God. We we know you are sovereign over details, and, and we know that you have a purpose for each one of us. And we just pray that when my time with Becky is over um, and the women log out of the app, God, that they can look around at their families in their homes and find more joy than they could. Uh, just in this short time after being together. And so we just thank you as the source of joy and the source of comfort. And we pray that you would continue to bless us and to bless all the women listening. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Well, it's a sweet time with you. Uh, One of the things that your ministry does is creating opportunities for community and that is so important and you've got something really exciting coming up that i was hoping you would share i know it's all very new (laughs) like i know we you just announced it last week and so really we're getting the inside scoop today yeah well i'm excited to have the opportunity to share this with you because uh, one of the one of our very first events that we did at Rising Above years ago um, was an event called By the Brook, and that's an it's a retreat for moms, grandmothers, and female caregivers of individuals with special needs. And so we would host it here in Cookville, and we would bring in there'd be moms from all around the country who would come in for a weekend of pampering and encouragement. And we had, on Friday, we had a spa that would be open for the moms to come get haircuts and manicures and just all kinds of fun fun things. And then Saturday, full of inspirational talks and encouragement. And uh, we were in the planning process for this year's event. We already had the whole theme lined out, had you know our speakers lined up, everything ready to go. Well, then the coronavirus, Um, hit and all the restrictions and all the things that came into play and we just felt like you know we got to we got to readjust this year but we didn't want to cancel because we know there are moms who plan their whole year around this event and we know especially right now um, the special needs community is needing encouragement and hope so we are readjusting and we are going along with the times that we're in now (laughs) and we are excited that by the brook is going to go virtual Yay. And so the whole weekend 
um, is going to be virtual. We're going to have Friday, Friday night, June 26th, we'll go live and um, it'll be, Friday night's going to be fun. Friday night at Battle Brook here when we do it live is always fun. So we've got a whole entertainment team in the works coming up with funny special needs moms related bits. <laughs> so it, it, stay tuned. Join us because it's going to be great. And so that's Friday night. And then Saturday, we have, we, our theme, we, are, we changed up our thing because I just felt like what our moms needed to hear now um, was a reminder um, that they are resilient. Mm. They are resilient, that we get knocked down and we get back up. Yeah. And we're going to be, be talking about, um, we're going to share some stories of some moms who are resilient and they're going to share their stories. You're going to be sharing some with us too on self-care. And, um, but so Friday, I mean, Friday will be fun. Saturday is going to be fun, but we're going to be sharing the heart of, of, to some moms around the world just some encouragement and some hope and some fabulous stories from moms. Now this is the best part. The best part is usually we charge when we have it in Cookville because we have so many components to it and food and whatnot. But this year, because of the amazing, our amazing supporters and donors, we're bringing this for free to special needs moms around the world. That's amazing. So, for free. So all you've got to do is go to our website, risingaboveministries.org. There, there will be on the homepage information about how you can register and get signed up. You do need to register um, just so that we can send you the link for all the, the content where it will be. There will be live and pre-recorded content, and it's going to be a great time. We've already got moms from all across the country, from coast to coast, already signed up. And I'm wanting, I'm wanting it worldwide. I, I you know, would love nothing more than to have moms all around the world coming together for a weekend of just re being reminded you are seen, you are valued, you are loved, and God has a plan and a purpose for you and for your child. So yeah. join us June 26th and 27th. Go to the Rising Above Ministries website and get signed up. Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm so exciting that y'all... So excited y'all are doing that. And listeners will hear more about it. I'm going to keep reminding you that it's coming because Thank I really you. think it's an important event. Um, it, it's just going to be such a blessing. And, and we've talked in years past about, man, I wish I could come to Tennessee and be there for that weekend. And now I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to travel anywhere. I can exactly. do it well, and what's going to be really neat is we're doing it. You have different options. You can join. You know, if you just want to do it in your PJs at home by yourself, you can totally do that. And we'll have Zoom groups when we have break, break into groups that you can sign up for to be a part of if you want to do that. But we have other moms who are inviting small groups of moms into their home. Um, and they're going to do it together yeah. as a group. And then just depending on your part of the world, um, there are some churches who, if the restrictions are lighter, there's going to be churches who are going to be hosting small groups in their church. So you've got lots of, lots of different ways that you can join in and be a part of it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for opening that offer. Absolutely. We want, we want you to come. Trust me. We are, yeah. we are excited and, and it's, it's fun for me. I, I see every registration that comes in <laughs> and it is so fun for me to, to, to say, Oh, we've got somebody from South Dakota. We've got somebody from Washington state, you know? And so we trust me, we want you to join us. It's going to be yeah. great. And it's free. So, you know, I know it'd be free that we're going to, I mean, we're a little bit weary now. We're going to be wearier then, you know? And Absolutely. so I think it's coming at such a good time. 
a time of the summer that we're going to need a boost of encouragement, a boost of community to be around people who get it again for the weekend. And, and then that will equip us to love our families better and to live out God's purpose for us. So it's going to be a sweet time. So I'm excited that you're going to be part of this year's from afar. You'll get to be, you know, be a part as well. So it's exciting. I know. All right. Well, thanks for Becky hanging out with me today um, and taking time to encourage the listeners. Um, Because this is a special guest episode, it's also on video. And so if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get to see the unedited video (laughs) of Becky and me and uh, what, where we are and what we're wearing and whether we have lipstick and eyebrows on and all that fun stuff. (laughs) I hope that um, if you're interested in that, you can click over to the link in the show notes and it'll take you to the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Sandra Peoples and get all of the extra content that you get from being a Patreon supporter. So thank you again, Becky, and thank you for listeners for spending this time with us. Thank you.